crypto curve where we are creating satoshi millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one bitcoin at a time one satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that absolutely means you I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I don't just do this show to change the way you think about money, but to make you change the way you look at money and everything else around you, because it absolutely matters. Today is Thursday, September 7th, 2023, and what an incredible day it is. We have several cryptopian celebrities who have birthdays today so i'm going to say happy birthday to tracy williams of massillon ohio happy birthday to rod davis of durham north carolina happy birthday to Cadian ferguson of brooklyn new york happy birthday to edward cole of huntington beach california and happy birthday to hinton stevens of tampa florida To each and every one of you, I hope that your day today, your birthday, be filled with all the love, joy, peace, happiness, and understanding you deserve on this day. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say to you, we are definitely in a situation where people are going to need questions answered. And we've got to have some marching orders because there is so many things to talk about as it relates to money. Uh, I, I have to be honest with you, preparing for the show, there are so many different spins that we need to be paying attention to around the world that ultimately will affect us here at home. But of course, you know, we only have an hour and so we've got to deal with several things. And so I want to really just share that this is the time to look at the cryptocurrency space for alternative ways to save your money this is a great time to look at what we've been talking about hard assets as an alternative way to really make sure that your monies are safe and that you are uh, creating some hedges against inflation this is an incredibly great time for you to start looking at your legacy assets, the things that you have in place, the things that you have always known and really ask yourself, are these things going to be here when I need them the most? And that was one of the biggest conversations I had as an insurance agent. Uh, When we looked at insurance, insurance is great. Insurance is fabulous. And so I want to make sure that nobody misunderstands me because I am a big advocate of the right type of insurance policies. But what I notice in our community is that most people that got term insurance and invested the difference they really didn't invest the difference they just got term and when their families are them their families needed those insurance policies the most they didn't have them because a term policy terms out right and so i want you to take a look at or think about insurance policies that are for a set term and you're paying for something for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And when that term is up, your insurance is no longer there. And hopefully you've done and done the right things or 
are invested in the right things to have enough money to leave your heirs at the end of the day when something inevitably happens to you called death, right? Uh, We need to look at our money in the same way. Hopefully, you are doing the right things during this specific period of time so that when you need it, need it the most, uh, you have it and it's not termed out or it's no longer benefiting you or it no longer has any value. And so we want to make sure that we are really investing in the right things, investing the difference. I hate to compare it to term life insurance because I know there's a lot of you out there that have term insurance, but I have watched time and time again, people who paid into term and then they don't have the insurance anymore because now they're too old to get the proper rates. And then they're just left or their families are left without anything when that time comes. And so we want to make sure financially We are in the right place, investing in the right things so that we don't term out with this thing we call money or we know as money because we know or felt that it was so secure when in in fact it wasn't. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start out with the quote and I am going to share with you why I'm saying what I'm saying. When we come forward, we will continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. More with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So as I was stating, we want to make sure that we have funds, uh, monies are things that can be considered money in the time that we need them. And there are so many red fire trucks coming by, giving you a warning that something is going on in the financial industry. You know, I cannot help but think back to Hawaii when everyone was saying these fires were happening. Why wasn't somebody sounding an alarm? Why were the emergency alarms not set? And what I see in our community right now is nobody is sounding the alarm. And these this fire is stuff is on fire, ladies and gentlemen, around us. And nobody is sounding the warning signal. And therefore, Exactly what happened in Hawaii is going to happen with many of us and our bank accounts and our our finances and our savings because we are not being warned about what's going on. And so for the very first time since I've been on this show, I've actually taken a quote today that I actually found from the Bible. And this quote says, and it comes from Genesis 47. For those of you that want to know, Genesis 47 verse 14 from King James version of the Bible. It says, and when the money failed in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, All the Egyptians came unto Joseph and said, give us bread for why should we die in thy presence for the money faileth. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to preach a sermon today, but I am telling you that the money is failing and there are so many indications that we have got to make sure that we are using stores 
of value and not the U.S. dollar, not the bank statement that shows that you have $350,000 sitting in the bank. You need to have the actual uh, you need to have the actual access to those dollars. And why am I saying this? Because if you Google the United States dollar global reserves, you will find that for the first time in decades, the United States dollars reserves fell below 60%. And this is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen, because the U.S. dollar is experiencing a decline and other currencies like the euro and the pound and the yen are actually seeing a rise. And that's because, in my opinion, com- countries are coming together because they had started buying and storing gold. And there's some other things that they're doing with the oil that the United States is I'm gonna, I, I cannot believe that the United States is oblivious to what is going on, but it is happening. It is happening right now. And so the, um, as it relates to this uh, global reserves falling below 60%, the development is being observed as the number of countries that are uh, beginning to settle trade in their national currencies. So ladies and gentlemen, why does this matter to us that other countries are settling their trades in their own countries? Currency. It's because for the last hundred years, ladies and gentlemen, or 50, I'm going to say 50 to 60, it's not been 100. Let me make sure that we're factual. They have been settling in the United States dollar. And because they're now trading in their own national currencies, ladies and gentlemen, it is devaluing our dollar. So if you are left holding this fiat dollar when this totally takes shape right now you're getting little warning signs i told you the red trucks were going by they they got their sirens on nobody's paying attention they just think they're going to tend we just think that they're going to tend to somebody else you know it's not our emergency we pray for the people hope they get to the hospital when we see a red truck go by but these red trucks are in the form with their sirens going in the form of what I'm reading to you right now, global reserves below 60% for the first time in decades. That is a small fire starting and nobody is sounding the alarms and BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, as I am continuing to tell you, are working really hard to dethrone the U.S. dollar from the global reserve status and replace it with other local currencies. And the White House uh, and them pressing these sanctions on these developing countries and bringing down their economy is the root cause for why BRICS was formed in the first place because they want to end the dependency on the United States dollar. Now, if it does not matter to you right now that the global reserves fell below 60 percent it should especially if right now you have your money in things like 
totally in your 401ks or um, it's just so many things. I don't want to start naming all the things that you can have your your investments in and really be feeling like you're secure or feeling like, you know, that's those people over there. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's us right here that are going to pay the price for not paying attention to what is going on because the money is beginning to faileth as the as the Bible said in Genesis. And we have got to make sure that we are taking note of this. There are so many things that are happening with the oil um, and how this this oil plays a part. And I have said on several occasions, if you're not listening, that there is more money being used, more of our U.S. dollars being used outside of this country than in our country. And some of you can't wrap your brain around it. You cannot understand what in the world I'm talking about because where you sit, it looks as though the United States is dealing with the majority of our monies. And that is not the case. The majorities of our money are being traded uh, for oil in the global oil sector. And they're being our dollars are being sold to other countries. We print it. We make it for 17 cent, a hundred dollar bill for 17 cent. And we sell it in China or in other countries for an entire hundred dollars worth of goods. Time out for that. They have said time out for that. And we have got to really pay attention because if our dollar devalues as much as it is starting to, we're going to be in a whole heap of trouble. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, there are uh, some things that we are really needing to understand as it relates to reserve currency. And I know I've said it before, but I'm really trying to bring home or reiterate to each and every one of you how critically important it is that you participate. Now, just listen to me, participate in alternative currencies that you have full access to, not that you have full faith in, because most of us, have full faith in the bank. We have full faith in our jobs. We have full faith in human resources. We have full faith in a whole bunch of things that when the smoke clears, they're going to be gone. They're going to disappear. And, and the answer to everything is, oh, well, this is just what happened because we didn't prepare. But when you prepare, then you don't have to really fret about what's coming forward because you know that you position your family in the right place at the right time. And so there is a large amount of currency that is being held by the central banks uh, and major financial institutions, and they are being used for international transactions. So when I say to you that our reserve currency has fell below 60%, that large amount of currency that's a 
supposed to be there held by the central banks and major financial institutions, ladies and gentlemen, is dwindling. That means other countries and everybody else is looking at us and saying, why would we trade or do business with them when they don't even have the money that they profess to have? The reserve currency reduces exchange risks since there's no need for a country to exchange its currency for the reserve currency to do trade. But if it's dwindled below 60%, 60%, that makes them look at us and say, you know what? We don't need to use their currency. We can just use our own because we can facilitate our own global transactions. And that includes investments and that includes international debt obligations. And a large percentage of commodities, ladies and gentlemen, are actually priced in reserve currency, causing countries to hold our currency to pay for these goods. But if our reserve is low and they're starting to use their own currency, that means they don't need us. And the more they figure out they don't need us or need our currency, the more they're going to start to work together against us like those individuals are doing. Now, the only thing that will stop that is us going to war. And we have always weaponized the dollar. And I've said that many times before. The dollar has been a weapon. You don't do what we say here in the United States, we're going to war. This is all about money. It has nothing else to do with anything else except money. Most of our wars have been fought over money, period. And so our only thing that we could do at this point is to go to war with a whole bunch of people because a whole bunch of people or a whole bunch of countries right now are looking to make sure that they de de devalue the United States dollar. And so China right now, and we're going to talk about China because there's a couple of different things going on. We're going to talk about Africa today. We're on the macro. I told you it's so much stuff that you need to see and pay attention to. But piece by piece, China actually continues to build alternatives to each of the key building blocks of the West. And we're considered the West, right? And so the new global oil market, which is massive. I, I don't want to get into politics and I'm not going to get into speculations, but I know that the war on a lot of things that we've been dealing with in other countries had to do with war. But the latest building block is the invitation to the three world's biggest oil and gas powers that knocks the United States out the box. That's Saudi Arabia, that's Iran, and that's the UAE. And if they are joining BRICS, which they are, this economic grouping uh, is just going to be incredible. I don't even know what else to say. They are going to control all the money and the major resources that we need to do most of the things that we need to do. This can be considered a developing world alternative to the United States dominated group uh, that we call G G8, G7, which are the major industrialized nations from which, of course, you know, Russia was suspended back in 2014. And then um, just a whole bunch of stuff happened. But we say G7 now because Russia is permanently withdrawn from 
from from that group back in 2017. And so with one of the shows, I talked about the Shanghai Corporation Organization. A lot of these things that we're learning, ladies and gentlemen, are building blocks to why you need to be using alternative forms of money. Money can be anything that someone is willing to trade with you for goods and services. And I've got to get our community to understand it's not just that paper dollar or that cotton dollar that is considered money. Money can be anything. If we decide today that sticky notes is the way that we're going to pay each other, we can use sticky notes. That means it can be Bitcoin. That means it can be gold. That means it can be the gold back. Uh, dollar, that little gold back dollar. And I can't wait to get myself to Utah to go buy some because I'm watching where they're buying and what they're doing and how they're beginning to trade in these gold denominations in other states right here in the United States. We're not talking about Africa, China, nothing. We're talking about right here in the United States. They have began uh, it's just so many things that we need to really grab a hold of. And unfortunately, I will not be able to share much on the radio. But come in the next two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, I will be able to share on show, social media exactly what is happening with this little go back dollars that they have or that they've created that have these ounces of gold because it's really really important that we know this but there's a much bigger deal altogether that is actually happening and so we've got to continue to have these dialogues you've got to understand that alternative currencies are going to do much better for you, then you sitting around depending on those folks who are not telling you the truth in the first place, because no mainstream media is even able to tell how much of a heavy influence that places like Iran and the, the AEU and and just all of these countries, UAE, I'm sorry, and um, and Saudi Arabia that they have on our oil prices and our economy. With that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward after news, sports and traffic, we'll continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. So let's jump into this really quickly. I'm going to flip flop back and forth between the cryptocurrency space and some things that you need to know about some other asset classes so that we can have some marching orders as to where we need to be and what we need to be doing. And tomorrow I am going to really touch on what is happening in Africa. And again, it's not what is going to affect us right now, but I am one of the firm believers that eventually we are going to have to have options, options available as to where we're going to need to be. I'm just going to keep it real. And Africa absolutely is an option. And as we look at what's happening over there, we need to just really know how economically 
there is some economic reckoning that is going to need to happen, not just here in America, but everywhere. And, um, you know, a lot of people may say that this is in line with what the Bible says, the predictions, but economic reckoning is happening all across this world and it's going to happen here. And it's definitely going to happen in Africa as well. So we're going to delve into that tomorrow because uh, I need about 30 minutes to kind of deal with what's happening over there and to really open your eyes and ears to what's happening so that you can, again, make some sound investments not just for today but what 5 10 15 20 years looks like and if you do this correctly you are going to be absolutely fine so today right now as we sit here talking bitcoin is trading at $25,920 in the last hour it is up 0.27%. In the last 24 hours, it's up 1.0%. And in the last seven days, it's down 0.90%. And so Ethereum is trading at 1,635. It is up in the last hour 0.04%. Up in the last 24 hours 0.41%. And down in the last seven days 1.0%. One one percent, and most of the cryptocurrencies. As I scroll down, I see they're all doing the same thing. They're up in the last hour, up in the last 24 hours, but down in the last seven days, with the exception of a couple of the coins that have started some new hype around their platforms, around their protocol, and um, we just have to be watching. And knowing that when people want to sell, and when I say people, when these companies or organizations want to sell their cryptocurrency, they put together a great story. And that is why people flip flop back and forth between all these cryptocurrencies. Um, story sell, period. And so when they put something together to say, you know what, the banks are going to use this, as we heard yesterday, Visa's going to use this particular coin, Solana coin, and, and, you know, all these different things. XRP is being used by the banks. Those are stories that help them sell these cryptocurrencies that they own that are centralized. And so you have to be very careful with that. That being said, Bitcoin is not one of those who has someone behind it that's pushing it and, um, you know, putting out stories and saying who's going to be using what or what the advancements are going to be because there's no company specifically behind Bitcoin. There's no corporation. There is no founder or anything like that that is pushing the narrative. Again, it is money. Uh, money can be anything that one is willing to use or trade with you for goods and services. And Bitcoin can be that. Absolutely, Ethereum can be that. Dogecoin can even be that, even though it's a meme coin. But the bottom line is, at the end of the day, will those stand up and be what they need to be because human error or human greed or those individuals that are behind those companies or those coins could possibly just go awry and do what they want to do. And I definitely do not have any more time or energy to waste 
uh, my money or anything. I don't have anything to waste. I can't. We we're we're in the in the second half. Um, for many of us, we're in the second half and we've got to do something in this game of money to make sure that we're safe. The fear and greed index, ladies and gentlemen, is we are definitely on in the cryptocurrency space in fear. We're in the fear part, you know, in the fear and greed index, we're at a 35 right now. And that's again, everybody kind of sitting on the sidelines trying to figure out exactly what to do. Good news on Bitcoin. Uh, good news on the SEC losing the battle with with Grayscale. And so, you know, everything is predicated or people do things based on news because that's the way they used to do it in the old school days. But I am telling you, these Things are going to change quicker than we are going to be able to control because it's not going to be about the news very soon because the news is not telling you what you need to know. It's going to be on supply versus demand and sovereignty stuff that you can put your hands on that you can actually trade in the time of need. That's what's going to be attractive to everybody very, very soon. So as we look at uh, what is actually happening, I'm just going to say uh, that the X platform, and that's for those of you that haven't gotten it yet, Twitter is called X. So anytime you hear me say X, I mean Twitter. Um, so Robert Kiyosaki, most of you know him as the rich dad, poor dad, uh, person he actually took to platform X or to the X platform. I don't even know how to say it yet, but he took to X to make another attention grabbing prediction. This time, uh, Robert Kiyosaki actually forecasted a crash in the real estate market. Now, most of you know he's been very, very big in the real estate market and. Uh, I have been talking to you all about getting yourself in position to either buy real estate or work together with a group of individuals to buy real estate. We've been talking about the state of commercial real estate and how it's not in a good situation right now, how that's going to be the next bubble. I've been sharing with you that these major companies are owning 50 and 60 and 90 thousand residential houses in our community they are holding these properties on their balance sheets and it's no surprise to me that he's forecasting a crash in the real estate market now what does that mean to us we are going to be in a good space if we are getting ready right now remember we've talked about making sure you have access to the accounts that you may need to move money around that you may be able to access very quickly because you've done everything that you need to do to get ready to pull when you need to pull. Now, he said that there's going to be a, a crash in the real estate market, which is good for those of us that are standing by as investors. And so what should you be doing to to actually be able to participate in the hard assets, which again is gold and real estate. You need to be making sure that your credit is over 750. 
We can help you with that. You need to be making sure that you're understanding how to buy. And and there's some other things that you need to be understanding. But this time right now, while it hasn't yet crashed and how we see this market moving, you just need to be getting yourself ready with these other alternative assets. And so most of the bank's balance sheets, ladies and gentlemen, like I stated the other day, is in commercial real estate. When we come forward, we are going to talk about the first part of this real estate market that I see that is going to crash along with what Robert Kiyosaki is stating. And then we are going to uh, continue this conversation in the cryptocurrency space. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Now, 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 now. Let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. Um, what we'll do really quickly, and I want to just make sure that we're clear that, uh, there is a lot of things that are happening in the financial markets. There are just so many tentacles. I feel like an octopus because there are so many things that we need to address. But one of the things that we do know is that wealth, ladies and gentlemen, is made or people are in a position to get rich in the middle of a crash and how can we as a community position ourselves is just be ready no matter what happens you are ready because you've already start preparing those accounts to be able to pull and move you've got to be nimble you've got to be fast and so we know that in a crash, it's the best time to get rich. And Robert Kiyosaki always states that as well. And on August 14th, he wrote about the crash of the stock market and the bond market. And I've been talking to you all about the bond markets because a lot of our banks are over leveraged and there's a lot of things going on. But uh, Robert Kiyosaki was re- recommending to the community to buy Bitcoin to buy silver and gold as assets to actually help navigate during these uncertain periods. It's nothing that I haven't said before. I just wanted to share with you that world-renowned Rich Dad Poor Dad is saying the same thing, but now he's forecasting right in the path of what we have been preparing for, and that is the acquisition of hard assets. It's not in depreciating assets, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to get ourselves ready and in position to take advantage of all of this crashing that is about to take place. And I'm I'm not the one sitting up telling you about, um, I shouldn't say I'm not the one. I have answers. I'll just put it that way. So if you need to have something done with your credit, holler at your girl. We got folks that are really reputable individuals that are getting the job done and helping us acquire properties all across the United States. And I'm not talking about over leveraged properties or anything like that. But when this crash actually happens and we have a plan in place, place, we can take back what we've never been able to take over before because we didn't have access. Now we have access. So as it relates to the cryptocurrency space, there are some things that are going on right now in with the Shiba Inu. And I just want to say this, they just set a brand new record. Again, a lot of things are done on hype 
a lot of people buy based on hype. And as this new thing called Shebarium, Shebarium uh, adoption continues to soar. This is our young folks, again, thinking they're going to get rich quick, getting involved in Shiba Inu platform. And Shiba Inu was a meme coin. They're steadily seeing an increase in addresses being open. And prayerfully, this is not among our young folks. And if it is, I really uh, hope that they'll eventually wake up before there's a rug pull. But um, they're, they're seeing an increase in these wallet addresses being open and about 1,670 addresses joining in one day. And so that's 3.57 million wallets that are open and they're trading this Shiba Inu. And I would say that for the most part, they're getting involved in it because they're stating that there's some new innovation coming forward and that they're going to make a lion's share of money. And Shiba Inu is cheap, right? So somebody feels like, you know what? I can throw two, three, four hundred dollars over here. There's going to be no, uh, no big problem. And so they go ahead and they invest. And if they make some money, good. If they lose some money, it's no big deal. But we really have to take note that just even losing two or three hundred dollars is a big deal. And so uh, just making sure that you don't you do your due diligence. I can't tell you not to get involved in Shiba Inu or this Shibarium adoption, but just make sure that you're understanding um, this gas token that they call bone and all of this other stuff that they're pushing and saying, you know, that AMC theaters and all these different individuals are going to be using this coin called Shiba Inu. Ladies and gentlemen, again, please remember in the cryptocurrency space, it is about supply versus demand. So if there are too many coins out there, it will never have the value that these individuals are saying that you will have in purchasing these coins. So I just wanted to make sure that we're clear on that. When we come forward, we will continue this conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So what we are going to do, because we've got to make sure we get this information out about some of the things that's happening in Africa and just really uh, getting a breakdown, because I'm just saying for myself, I'm a person that has actually purchased uh, some property over in Africa and preparing for what we may need to do. This is all about options and you've got to have options in place. Uh, just looking at the climate and things that are happening and again, uh, economic reckoning. This economic reckoning has got to take place in this country and many other countries around the world. And so as we pay attention and we prepare ourselves and we get ready and stay ready so we don't have to get ready when it's too late, I just think it's really important that we um, that we really, really pay attention to everything that's going on. So tomorrow we're going to touch a little bit on what's happening with the French, what's happening with Africa, 
what's happening with the Chinese over in Africa. This is getting really, really interesting. And uh, I, I don't think a lot of people know. And of course, Africa is where a lot of the natural resources are coming from. Uh, not coming here specifically. Uh, they come here around about some other countries. And since those countries are being asked to leave, I think that it's important that we know, uh, you know, just kind of what's going on and what next steps could be. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward and we continue to take a look at that, we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And then the coin ripple. A lot of you, especially in our community, hold ripple XRP and they are expanding. They're talking about some things that we're doing that they're actually doing. I'm going to share that with you tomorrow as well. And then as promised, we're going to talk and dive into this Bob Barker thing again so I can really share what needs to be retracted but also what else I have found out in my quest so what we're going to do is continue these money conversations because money is all around us in different ways we just don't look at it as money but it is definitely happening and I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me here today on ahead of the crypto curve we are making way for the D.L. Hughley show and as always ladies and gentlemen continue to do the things that I I will say continue to do the things that I am doing but we are continuing to create Satoshi Millionaires one family at a time one day at a time one Bitcoin at a time one Satoshi at a time and ladies and gentlemen that means you